Welcome to another episode of Thrasher Opera House Presents. It's the last week of May already, somehow. Somehow already. And uh, we're gearing up for a show with Corky Siegel. And we're looking forward to that show with Corky Siegel. Absolutely. And Randy Sabine. Yes. Both of them have been at Thrasher a couple of times, so I figured why not talk about their past shows because... No two Corky shows are alike. He always brings somebody different with him. Um, We've had them each here separately. We've had them here together before. And I've only witnessed a a handful of the shows, but you've you've got to see all of them. So I was wondering if you could tell us about the time Corky came with the Siegel Schwal Band, because I think that was kind of a moment in time, a memorable event. It was a memorable reunion. And really... To point out something else you just said, the only common denominator between his shows is that they're all really good. <laughs> yeah. and He's a great musician. Right. The Siegel Schwal show was, was great on a number of levels. Rollo was playing bass. Sam Lay was on drums. And it was the Siegel Schwal band. And for people, people that are your age who never saw it, it you don't know much about that. I do have it's a two band that was a long time ago. Well, I have two Siegel Schwal records, albums, okay. vinyl. And the last time Corky was here, I had him sign those two albums. Oh, that's great. Isn't that cool? It is cool. Um, anytime I can do that, I have a couple, like I had J.D. Souther uh, autograph the Eagles record I have that he had some songs he had written on, um, and there's a couple others, so... Anyway, it's a it's a collection I got from my mother in law. So nice. But anyway, Siegel Schwal. The Siegel Schwal <laughs> records are good records, but I don't think they really capture the full energy and enthusiasm of a performance. For sure. Um, one thing I l- have noticed about Corky is the range of genres he plays. So the Siegel Schwal band is blues, right? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> that's, Absolutely. That's how I would describe and, it, listening to and it. And Corky and Jim were both serious students. And he tells a lot of stories from the stage about his early days as a musician and playing in those blues clubs and with other blues music- musicians and what that was like. Um, I won't give away any of those stories because you have to come to a show to hear them. That's um, right. But so he does this blues, that, but he also has kind of... I don't know if he made up the genre of chamber blues or if that already existed, but essentially, yeah, his brand, essentially bringing chamber music and blues music together. So you've got like the violin and all of these sort of orchestra classical instruments paired with the harmonica mixing classical and blues. So we've had that show before, too. And that was a cool show. It is a cool show. And I'm sure we'll, we'll hopefully we'll have that come back because it sounds phenomenal in, in the opera house space. Um, and then we have had times where he's brought guests with him. Ernie Watts, he's brought with him before. And this time, Randy Sabine. And maybe I'll let you talk more about Randy because I did, I did not see Randy's solo show when he was here. Well, Randy's, Randy's had a real professional career for over 40 years, maybe close to 50 years. And that's, that's a pretty good accomplishment for a, for a jazz violinist, I think. And 
he plays with a really high level of technical proficiency and a, a lot of enthusiasm and he's a good down-to-earth regular person on top of it. <laughs> yeah. I think one thing we'll see on Saturday night is a really good banter between Corky and Randy. They've known each other a long time and um, haven't been able to perform in person with each other for a long time. So I have a feeling that there's just going to be some some really good moments on stage now that they can finally play together in person again. Um the, I did sit down and talk with both of them in an interview, which is ended up being a little long to include on the podcast, but we did put it on our YouTube channel. So if you're interested in hearing from Corky and Randy directly, you should go to our YouTube channel and listen to the full interview. But for today, we just wanted to tell folks a little bit more about what the show on Saturday would be like. If you want to see a couple of extremely high-level musicians that are jazz and blues legends in their own rights this is the time and place to do it yeah and they're ringing two pianos so they're each going to have their own piano dueling pianos i that's the first thing i thought of was will there be dueling i didn't ask them but um but i i would suspect there might be a little bit of that fun back and forth um and yeah i think the tickets are selling extremely well we I'm sure we'll sell a bunch more before the show. So if you are thinking about going, I would encourage folks to get out there, uh, thrasheroperhouse.com, and pick them up now before they're gone because there's a chance they actually might be gone by what this a, weekend. What a great way to spend Memorial Day weekend. Absolutely. You know, it's it, the show is at the end of the day, so you have plenty of time to be out on the lake or doing whatever, barbecuing and all that kind of stuff during the day. Good point. It doesn't take the whole weekend. No. It's right here in your own backyard, people, and uh, it doesn't take too long to, to get here from really anywhere. Um, Madison, Milwaukee, it's only an hour and a half. And, you know, you can do all of your weekend festivities and then end it with a show on Saturday. And then you still have Sunday and Monday because it's a holiday weekend. <laughs> right. And you'll feel good about going and doing those things because you just saw some great music. Absolutely. Um, so I think I think that's it for this week. I'm going to just do a little preview to something we're talking about next week. Um, June 5th, Green Lake is celebrating their 175th anniversary. Big to do in that's town. A lot of numbers. And it, it felt right for the opera house to be open on that day because we are one of the historic places in town so we we're going to be giving three historic tours that day one at 12 30 1 15 and two o'clock it'll be myself and robbie so if you watch the robbie episode people really liked the robbie episode um it'll be him and i he's got a lot to say about the opera house who's I robbie Robbie Irvin, the former uh, executive director and the person who was in charge of the restoration of the Opera House, he's like the history guy when it comes to Thrasher Opera House. Thanks. I'd nearly forgotten. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> um, but we, him and I have worked together and we have a great time, you know, talking with one another and sharing stories about the Opera House. He's got a whole different perspective on the Opera House than I do. So I think the two of us together can give a pretty good tour you uh, come check that's it out right maybe i'll take the tour you, you might find out something you didn't know i might <laughs> and the tours are free so all the more reason to go there's there's festivities across the street at the park uh before the tours happen and then after you've had a hot dog and 
taken in some of that, come on over here and take a tour. Sounds great. All right, man. Until next time.